Shalom Aleichem, on behalf of page 613, we welcome you to take 10 for Talmud. Babakama Tesvav, Babakama 15a, pagination is 29. We'll be starting about midway on the page, a little bit below that. The first word on the line is Itmar, we learnt. Palgoniska, half damage. This is referring to the case of Keren literally goring, but any time that an animal acts maliciously or out of its normal character, it's not the normal eating process, it's not the normal walking process, it's acting out of its usual behavior. So that palgoniska, that concept of half damage for the first three times, Rav Papa Omar Mamona, Rav Papa says, is considered financial restitution, it's money being paid. Rav Huna Rav Yeshua Amar Kenasa. Rav Huna Rav Yeshua said it's a fine. In other words, really, you're potter, you're absolved, it's unusual, it's an act of God, it's not something I could have anticipated. But the Torah requires you pay half damage, at least something, put our foot down, so to speak. Rav Papa Amar Mamona Rav Papa says that it's considered financial restitution, Kosova, because he holds Stam Shivorim Lav Shimur Kaimon, because animals generally are not considered guarded. They're considered ready to do damage at any time, and you have to watch them. And really, you should have to pay the entire money. It's considered a leniency that you don't have to pay the whole amount. Because after all, it hasn't done it enough times to inform us that it is a muad. But the other view, which we'll see is the way we follow, it's considered a fine. Really, animals are considered guarded. They're not considered wild uh, these types, animals that existed in their residential areas, are not considered wild, they're considered guarded. And really, you shouldn't have to pay at all, because where's this damage coming from? I never anticipated it. And the Torah imposed a fine, in order that he should guard his animal, because we see that it did do damage. So when it does, we make him pay half, at least put him on alert. So we have two very different perspectives on this half damage, a little bit like the description of if a cup is half full or half empty. But over here, it's not like there's a right way and a wrong way. There are two different ways of looking at it. Either he's totally liable and there was a 50% discount, or he should really be absolved but there's a 50% fine being imposed. Now the Gemara tries to prove from a statement that was made in our Mishnah. Tanan, we learnt. There's a concept that both the one who got damaged and the one who did the damage are going to both participate in absorbing the loss of the damage that was done. They're both going to have to pay, so to speak. They're both going to take a loss. 
I understand that statement according to the view that says that this is half damage that's being paid. That's why the one who got damaged is included in the payment of damage, so to speak. He's going to have to absorb the loss because really he was supposed to be paid 100%. But according to the view that half damage is really a fine, which means that he's not entitled to any sort of payment at all. He's getting a payment because of a fine that we want to impose on the mazik, the one who did the damage, asks the Gemara, He's taking something that he's not even entitled to. We have to put that fine somewhere, so we give it to the person who got damaged. But really, he's taking something he's not entitled to. You're going to tell me that it's as if he's paying? He's not. Once this thing hits Bezdin, Bezdin will tisk tisk. Very unfortunate for you that an animal damaged your animal, but we wouldn't call that bitashlumin. It's not that he's paying for the damage. It's nothing to do with us. It's nothing to do with the court case. It's nothing to do with the assessment. It's an unfortunate thing. It's no different than if he lost his wallet. That's not called bitashlumin, that both the mazik and the nizik are paying towards the whole. In order to make shalom, both of them are paying. In the opinion of a fine, he's not paying. He got damaged. But he's not paying. On the contrary, he's getting paid 50% of what we're not even sure he's really entitled to. Where does it come to say that both the mazik and the nizik are paying towards this damage? Lo nitzricha, it's not needed except, meaning this would be the answer, elo lepchas nevela, the amount that the carcass went down in value is absorbed, that loss is absorbed by the nizik. So that when we do the assessment, we take into account, let's say it was an animal, a thousand dollars, and it was damaged and killed. So we're going to talk about restitution of half the damage, five hundred dollars, let's say. The problem, and the thing that makes it complex, is that the carcass is worth something. Let's say the carcass is worth $400. So then the damage was only $600. And therefore half damage is only $300. And that's all he's going to get paid. Now, that sounds reasonable within the parameters... He has a $400 carcass. He has a $600 loss. He's getting half of the loss. That's nice. That's the fine that's being imposed. But there is a place where the Nizik is taking a loss, where he's participating in the payment towards the whole. And that is that in trying to make this good, the carcass of $400, when it goes down in value because it's hard to hustle fast enough to get it onto the market and sell it quickly, it goes down by a certain amount of money, maybe $20, maybe $50, maybe 100 That amount in the gap 
ends up getting absorbed by the nizik, by the person whose carcass it is, who got the damage. And that's the place the Gemara points to, that nizik v'hamazik b'tashlumen, that the nizik is actually participating in the payment of this damage, because he only gets reimbursed half of the amount that it went down until the value of the carcass, and what the carcass goes down further is not something that he's entitled to reimbursement for. So that's where his payment, so to speak, is found. The Gemara Namid Beis tells us, after quite a bit of discussion between these two perspectives of Knas and Mamona, midway on the page, midway on the line, now that you've established that this half payment is considered a fine, a dog that eats sheep, and a cat that eats a large chicken, it's considered unusual, and because it falls into the parameters of knas, a fine, you would not be able to collect in Babylonia outside of Eretz Yisrael, only in Eretz Yisrael where there were semuchim, a higher level of ordination, were the courts able to collect fines. So the fact that this falls into a fine category makes a very big difference that it can't be collected in the ordinary court system. Says the Gemara, If a guy would grab the half payment, we wouldn't take it away from him, because he is entitled to it, but we can't enforce it. So that if he would decide to grab the guy's lawn chairs or something like that, he's entitled to the money. We're not denying that. Just we can't enforce it out of Eretz Yisrael. And if he would say, grant me a time that I can take him to court in the land of Israel, we enforce that, that he would have to go to Eretz Yisrael and resolve this matter going from Babylonia to Eretz Yisrael apparently was a doable thing. And if the person refuses to go to resolve this issue, we could excommunicate him on some level. We could issue a statement against him. But either way, even if we can't extract payment, we have the right to place pressure on him so that he should remove the damage. In other words, if there's this animal that's doing damage in an unusual way and we're limited in what we can do about it as far as payments go, but that's in the payments. But we could enforce that he has to remove this animal so that it doesn't do continued damage. As Reb Nassan taught, the Tanya Reb Nassan Omer Menayishlo Yigad Olad Al Kelav Rabesuch Peso Al Yamid Sulam Reuah Besuch Peso. A person is not allowed to have a wild dog or a shaky ladder 
Talmud Lomer, as the Pasuk says, you're not allowed to have dangerous things in your home. And this too, the Gemara compares it, it's doing damage. And you're not allowed to own such an animal that's doing damage. So again, enforcing the collection is more delicate, but enforcing the behavior is something that we're able to do. One qualification here in Simon Shin Sadi Aleph Seif Vav, the Mechaber indeed brings this halacha that if an animal would attack something in a very unusual way, it's considered Meshuna and it's Chatzinezek, and our Gemara is telling us it's going to fall into the category of things that we're not able to enforce. However, the entire discussion here that it's unusual is the amount that it went down in value in the death, meaning in the unusual attack which occurred. But if the animal then went and ate the carcass of the animal that it killed, so eating is not considered unusual. Achila eno shinui. Eating is not considered unusual. But once the animal's dead, they eat. And therefore, what it went down from live to carcass is chatzinezek and follows whatever restrictions that has. But what the animal kept eating, it could very well be that it would be chayev, full damage, and it would be enforceable because that falls into a different category, because that's no longer unusual. Yeshikoach, thank you for joining.